Good afternoon, everybody. This is Jonas for our pleasure speaking from uh, Copenhagen. I'll just let, as each time tr people trickle uh, into the room, I can see people are coming in here now. But of course, most importantly is that we have uh, are joined by our friends from uh, from Ukraine um, for this. So I'll uh, just give them and others. Um, 30 seconds just to uh, to uh, get into the room so that we're all uh, joined and then kick us off. Uh, at least happy to see Yevon in here again and I see Gio from uh, from uh, from Georgia also uh, joining us. So let me uh, let me start us off. Um, so this is organized by, uh, as each time, by the Alliance of Democracies uh, Foundation. Uh, our founder is uh, the former NATO Secretary General, Anders Fogh Rasmussen, who is NATO Secretary General, was very seized by uh, countering Russia during the first uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine in, in 2014, when he was uh, NATO Secretary General. Um, one of the programs we have then created in the foundation is our Democracy and Tech uh, Entrepreneur Fellows. We started it last year, and at our yearly flagship event, the Copenhagen Democracy Summit, we have had entrepreneurs with tech solutions that also work for solving some of democracy's problems from Ukraine, from Georgia, from Moldova. Uh, and this year, we actually also have uh, our in the fortunate situation to have two fellows from Venezuela. The reason, of course, for the the fellows from uh, particularly Ukraine, Georgia, and Moldova is is that they share uh, that they've been subjected to Russian uh, military aggression and live in sort of the menacing uh, shadow of, of of Russia, and of course our Ukrainian fellows and all their countrymen are experiencing this with the war that, that Putin uh, illegally, unjustifiably has launched on, on Ukraine over the last last six days. So uh, for people that are here for the first time, we've been doing these voices from Ukraine uh, with our fellows uh, since Thursday and will continue to be so. There is space for, uh, unfortunately, however much we wish, I would love to be able to stop Putin's uh, bombs, but at, at least we have here a space where we can show empathy, uh, show solidarity, and we can work on, on practical solutions. I'm quite uh, excited about having uh, Regina and uh, Giu present uh, one of the website they have made in order to sort of counter uh, disinformation here in the war. And that's definitely something we want to uh, spread out as widely as possible. In an earlier session, uh, we also had uh, Nima Tistel, who's a Danish entrepreneur, who was a mentor in the program, who had made a website that could agglomerate the different uh, demonstrations for Stand with Ukraine that were taking place around the world. So I think we would want to highlight that. So we both use this as a sort of a safe space. So even though the... Uh, television tower in Kiev was uh, bombed by the Russians last night. We we luckily still have the opportunity to get news out of Ukraine, get voices uh, from Ukraine to uh, to speak to us. Um, so um, and and now I see most of our uh, Ukrainian friends have joined us as well. So I'm I'm glad Regina to have both you and and, and Gio. So as you heard here in my my small introduction, I think we both want to hear from you on, on, on what's the situation for you now and but also on uh, this even in a time of war this uh, website tool that you and, and you have been working on and uh, so that all of us can help uh, sh share that and debunk some of the, the, the misinformation from uh, from Russia in, the, in this war. Uh, Regina the, the word is yours and as always it's it's a delight to be able to hear your voice. Thank you, Jonas. It's uh, very pleasant to have opportunity uh, to describe the situation in Ukraine because, unfortunately, I um, every day nervous, Mike, uh, um, about uh, uh, do I get a response from my family who is uh, Nipro and uh, is it everything okay and they, uh, have they any internet or connection to say that uh, they are li alive. 
that's why uh, I'm very happy that uh, you helped me uh, with uh, this platform because I know from my uh, foreign friends that uh, they uh, have a, a fear of um, to share something from Ukraine because they don't understand what the information is right or, or not. That's why we create... Uh, the bank with news uh, from official uh, government resources which uh, give uh, the opportunity to understand what the situation to uh, to see the evidence of uh, this awful war and uh, crimes against humanity uh, for example Unfortunately, I have a lot of examples of such crimes. The first uh, was in the night. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the biggest city in Ukraine, Kharkiv, uh, from uh, Kharkiv was bombed, and uh, we see how uh, cruel uh, this how cruel they are because they attacked the historical, uh, also historical buildings, uh, civil buildings, and uh, there there wasn't even uh, any bodies, government bodies in there. So they just decide to crush everything uh, to uh, which have uh, Ukrainian history. Uh, it it looks like they uh, want to delete history of Ukraine and uh, it's uh, break my heart. Also in Sumy we have a lot of attacks uh, to kindergarten, also schools and uh, unfortunately civil buildings, uh, the houses of ordinary people who uh, even uh, in the night could, could sleep uh, calm because they afraid that they can't uh, it it was it's uh, it's um, have opportunities that they don't wake up in the morning also i see a lot of uh, also evidence of uh, crushing the civil buildings for example in irpin uh, uh, it's near the kiev uh, russians uh, army also bombed uh, the civil quarter uh, with buildings uh, it was a few buildings who was crashing by the ground. And uh, now our governments and our uh, services uh, try to to help people uh, get inside, uh, 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 get outside, because they are in uh, some tracks from uh, the parts of buildings. Uh, this is why I also ask you to share the news because unfortunately uh, I understand that uh, you can uh, keep going life with your uh, common life, yeah? But I couldn't. Every moment I check news, I couldn't sleep more than uh, one hour because I afraid that I am lost uh, the information and... I couldn't uh, call to my family to say that I love them maybe last time. Um, but it's not time for crying. It's time for collaboration and support because I know that sharing the information in our time is a very powerful instrument to, to help uh, our people to find the support from NATO, from EU and also from you. Because I know that a lot of Ukrainians also waiting for help and they need help near the borders because it's a lot of uh, women and kids who now don't know what to do because their families are closed in, in cities, maybe they are bombed but uh, this uh, this woman and kids get help uh, get opportunity to save their life and unfortunately they sometimes feel guilty about it so i also please uh, help our secret our ukrainians who uh, cross cross the board i think that my speech is never i couldn't finish my my speech because it's uh, break my heart every word with uh, and understanding that it's not some story it's truth and uh, i i live with it 5 days
So I ask Gio to maybe uh, clarify our solutions because my emotional my emotional description can be maybe confused here a little bit. But in the end, I want to say that I ask you, uh, I beg you, share the news from Ukraine, from Ukrainian pages uh, with... Uh, we support you uh, with your support because it's very important not only be here and stand with us but also we need your voices in your streets because i know that government uh, sometimes is afraid to make a hard decision but when uh, they see how uh, their population asking for them for it, it, it will be easier for them to decide uh, there may be the hardest uh, solution in their life. So thank you, stand with Ukraine, and uh, I think Geo floor is yours. Th thank you, Regina. I mean, we completely understand and share all the emotions that you have, and uh, and yeah, and just really sympathize with the, the very tough time. But I think. Uh, that, as you said, you and Gio have meanwhile still developed something really important. So, Gio, I'll let you um, uh, talk uh, next. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, thank you so much for uh, arranging these Twitter spaces so that we can uh, exchange our ideas and uh, show, once again, support to Ukrainian uh, fellows and friends and people of Ukraine. Uh, this is really I don't know what uh, what uh, is the right word to say, but it's uh, happening in 2022. Uh, it's just happening. Like Hitler is repeating himself, like after 100 years, and I think, uh, yeah, it kind of sucks, uh, right? So I think uh, for the rest of us, for the rest of the world, uh, uh, there is only a couple things that we can do, right? Like either go to Ukraine, join the army, or do some humanitarian work. Or if you cannot do that. I think at least what you can do is uh, share the right news, fight the Russian, uh, fight the Russian propaganda, and um, but 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 for us, uh, what I've seen for, for, from my personal experience and from the experience of my friends is that we don't know what exactly to share, and also uh, we don't know what sources to trust, what sources not to trust. For the average person, it's like really hard to, you know, like double check all the sources and go behind it and like do the digging and say, oh, okay, I, I can trust this source and I cannot trust the other source and stuff like that. And I can't even imagine how much Russian bots or Russian propaganda is working right now. So like just, just today, there is uh, a head of software development department of uh, VTB Bank in Georgia uh, stepped down from his... Uh, work uh, because of the protest and I've seen on LinkedIn a lot of people not a lot actually but a couple of people were like against the decision and uh, you know like there is so much hate for the right like doing righteous thing right now and I think it's just all the Russian bots and uh, brainwashed people who are I don't know who are getting sources from Russia I guess so that's that's exactly why me and Regina put together a website where uh it will make it will make it easier for the ordinary people to share. It's gonna be only coming from the trusted sources of Ukraine, and also it will be it will be only important important news that Ukraine needs to be shared, you know. And also, like a couple of people made uh, made a comment that uh, when, when I say like news that Ukraine needs to be shared. And uh, it's not like propaganda, right? Like, I, I urge everyone to make a distinction between propaganda and between sharing the news and spreading the word. Like, propaganda is when Putin is sitting, like, shirtless on the horse uh, as if he's the greatest leader of all time, right? Like, de depicting, on, I don't know, the Genghis Khan or someone. So, however, the Zelensky, like, in the streets of Ukraine while it's being bombed, is, like... I don't know, the greatest leader really of all time, or at least of our times, right? That's how I look at it, and that's how world sees him, uh, to, to be honest. And yeah, my, my prayers and everything towards Ukraine, like I, I swear I, me and my wife were thinking to move to Ukraine after the war is over because these people have proved that they're like, I don't know, they're like steps ahead in terms of like courage and bravery, and these guys like really need freedom and they deserve to be free 
uh, and yeah, there is nothing else I can add. Like we're 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 doing this uh, now. Repost dot com. You can go there, and whatever data you see there, you, it can be shared uh, easily towards like multiple social medias. If you have um, multiple social medias, you don't have to like copy and paste links to uh, like manually. And also, we're me and Regina are doing uh, Ukraine dot Creative Coalition dot app. That's a we're trying like on a daily basis. We're updating the guide for everyone to kind of know how to do your job, right? Or how do you how to do your part in uh, helping Ukrainians? This is like reporting all the Russian propaganda news channels or reporting uh, YouTube channels on on uh, YouTube and uh, like little bits of like that. Also, we're we're making the list of. Uh, list of um, border checkpoints with Ukraine so that anyone uh, that are from the neighboring countries of Europe, of, of Ukraine can go there and just do some like supportive activities towards refugees being like providing shelter or uh, uh, organizing like food courts and stuff like that. So yeah, if anyone is willing to help us or like contribute, we are open and uh, yeah, please reach out to us. And I'll uh, I'll just repeat the domain one is ukraine.creativecoalition.app and another one is nowrepost.com and uh, yeah if if we'll, we'll probably do some other projects uh, in the near future as well but these two are the uh, ones that I would love you to check out and uh, spread it uh, among your uh, network and among your friends. Thank you, Gio. We will, of course, also make sure on our Alliance of Democracies, uh, Twitter and, and social media platforms to keep sharing uh, these two important uh, contributions. Um, I, we, I see we also have another of our Ukrainian fellows, Yevin, uh, has also joined us. I don't know if you, I hope you're in a position and a good place where you can, can speak. Uh, and then I would love to have you uh, join us and uh, give us news from, uh, from, uh, from you on, on the ground as well. Hello, everybody. Thank you for giving me a place for speaking. Um, really, um, it's hard to say what's happening right now in whole Ukraine because we see that uh, uh, Ukrainian army is in complete disaster in Ukraine, or Ukrainian army, Russia army is in complete disaster in Ukraine. They uh, bombing civilians. They bombing uh, civic infrastructure and so on. But they completely don't have any successes in the uh, fighting Ukrainian army. And uh, really, it's hard for us to understand that we uh, sitting uh, in the cities, which uh, bombing by Russians uh, almost every time, and we have every. Uh, hour or every some period of time the rockets going to the cities and uh, to the civic infrastructure and we do not know uh, where it will place uh, on and it's uh, completely terrible when you sitting even in uh, for example uh, city and always hear this siren which calls you to the bunker or some safe place and uh, I guess it's uh, terrorism, it's a new terrorism from Russia, they're just bombing the ordinary city they're just bombing the civic infrastructure and you can see it from uh, I guess you can see it from the news when they're bombing the biggest square in the Europe they bomb the shelters, they bomb the hostels. So um, it's powerful and uh, uh, it's holding the second biggest army in the world for seven days already. So uh, I, I even can't believe that it's seven days. It's like one week when it starts and really uh, it goes like, I don't know, terrible, terrible situation. How, how are you coping? Yevin? Sorry, sorry? How are you coping? 
are you handling the situation uh, for me it was uh, mostly as my regular work as in a donor foundation we just saving our partners we just providing some support from our partners and grantees and so on uh, for me personally it was not so hard because psychologically uh, I think I thought I was ready for this but as, as it appears I was not uh, but really now it's uh, the best time to do something and just uh, give some some help uh, to the situation and uh, I guess the working time is going for I don't know 16 hours a day but really it's so hard to uh, do something and at the same time to see news and to watch the situation in the every city because uh, they're attacking everywhere. So the every city is under pressure. Uh, I think uh, the answer everywhere and it's heroic answer to this uh, army. But uh, really it's so hard to uh, manage uh, something and to work somehow and to Say, uh, see the situation. However, I guess we'll handle it. And uh, I wish to uh, want to thank uh, all community and uh, all uh, international community, which provide a lot of sanctions, which provide a lot of support, which provide a lot of uh, help to Ukrainian army, to Ukrainian civilians, to Ukrainian uh, uh, citizens uh, and Ukrainian re refugees. It's a pity, for example, that uh, Belarus uh, joined the Russia. It's a pity that, for example, Georgia and Moldova do not provide sanctions and uh, as the whole world do it. And uh, uh, it's, uh, you know, hard for us to manage all uh, the international connection, but however, we see the support in the world uh, uh, from the countries, from the people, and it's uh, very help us here to see that whole all world with us uh, and uh, so on. But uh, uh, also, it's a pity that sanctions do not prevent this aggression. So. It's also you, terrible to understand that, uh, for example, for one year we were speaking about the war and uh, there were not preventive sanctions and something, action which stopped. But we understand that it's completely crazy person in Kremlin and his uh, guys around who starts unnecessary war, war uh, in the center of Europe. Thank you very much. I will end on this. Thank you, Yevhen. Um important to uh, to hear from you and see we've been joined by uh, Tamara one of our fellows as well just for others that have just joined uh, a very quick recap so this is our voices from Ukraine it's with the Alliance of Democracies Foundation and in particular with our democracy and tech fellow entrepreneurs where we have uh, five uh, Ukrainians that are uh, a proud part of our community two that were in Copenhagen for the Copenhagen Democracy Summit last year and three that have joined us uh, this year. And we, of course, through this Twitter space and, and many other actions, try to uh, to be uh, to create, uh, continue the community that we have in the, in the fellowship. And, and one of the ways, of course, is of, of, of bringing this um, Twitter space uh, to you all. So Tamara, I'm glad to see your icon makes me uh, glad each and every time um, and so uh, we would uh, love to hear uh, from you too hi everyone <clears throat> um, probably today I will not be uh, that energetic that I was um, recent days because I am super tired and uh, yesterday I had kind of crisis of faith um, not in our army or not in Ukraine, but probably in myself. <clears throat> because I I had panic mood. Um, but, you know, if you have uh, more than one hour sleep, you became more brave. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> actually, I, 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 I slept uh, and half an hour ago. And uh, it uh, 
gives me uh, some energy to to speak to you and <clears throat> i didn't i didn't i don't know what uh, uh the guys uh, have have discovered um already um what i want to emphasize today about the situation um despite of the awfulness of uh, hitting civilians all over the ukraine <clears throat> it's actually we have uh, yes in kiev it's it's a lot of tension but uh, in every country is under this threat from the air and uh, all my friends uh, not in only in kiev uh, goes to shelters every hour and uh, no one uh, you know um, <clears throat> dressed uh, or wear clothes for sleep or something like that uh, we all are uh, almost uh, um we are ready to just grab our stuff and to rent out of our flats uh, i didn't i didn't mention even in, in i of course a lot of people especially in kiev uh, just uh, live in metro stations and in the shelters uh, all over the day because they are not uh, that shelters are not next to their uh, houses and that's why they want, don't want to risk and <clears throat> they just stayed there especially families with kids because you know you cannot uh, yell at your kid just run and something like that you have to um, imagine you have to create the space safe space for your children for your kid for your children to keep some uh, calmness so uh, some especially my my close friends uh, families live in in in, in shelter, live in shelters uh, some of them some of my friends in kiev they stay at home and they um, just use this uh, the rule of two walls uh, that which is made uh, with concrete you have to stay uh, between two concrete walls, not um, I, I, I don't know the word for other material. Just forget it. Uh, so they uh, they are they are spending time in corridors or some something like that. And um, but but now I am bravely sitting. Uh, I'm sitting uh, just uh, at my desk, at my ordinary desk in front of my huge windows. Uh, it, it, and it's just it, it's uh, irrational because I just uh, it's like I'm saying okay, <laughs> hit me I, I I don't care but I'm tired to to I'm I'm not a big fan of of uh, tiny um, spaces <clears throat> so uh, so yes I had a psych psychic psychological crisis yesterday because I I. I didn't know if I managed to go through all of that and um, if I'd be strong enough to to because you know some of our, our some of my fellows uh, taking part in volunteering a lot and, and they um, live in next they live in places in spaces where they can um, where they can can uh, help uh, our territorial defense, and they every second they do something, and they are among other peoples, uh, other uh, other guys. And in my case, I cannot uh, leave uh, a flat, uh, and I because of, of uh, I have to take care of my dog, and I I never I will never leave uh, it anywhere for, for anyone. I just cannot imagine it. And uh, he will be uh, really um, um, uh, so. <clears throat> I choose this informational uh, activity, and I do a lot of stuffs uh, with uh, actually content to to spread information to to take part in in um, informational war. Uh, but still, still. Uh, I have to choose between go to sleep and do something uh, some, something uh, useful for um, you know we have this uh, <laughs> we have this rule on planes that uh, first uh, take on mask on yourself and then on your child that uh, so I behave I, I 
I suppose something like that. Uh, so <clears throat> a lot of, uh, I want to emphasize how people are, I, I, this is about Ukrainians. We can united, can be united in crisis in one second. We are mm, the best community when it's uh, totally uh, danger um, everywhere and around of us. Everyone uh, uh, trying to help each other. Everyone trying to protect each other. A lot of volunteers works in Kiev. A lot of volunteers, of course, works on the borders where refugees is try are trying to uh, pass the border. A lot of volunteers all over the country trying to help uh, each other and um, people in this in the cities and villages and so on. Unfortunately, uh, the uh, Russians uh, don't create um, the green corridor from um, I'm sorry, it's uh, it's an alert about I have to go to a shelter and I just do it in in a second. I I'm in touch. I, I keep I keep talking. It's anything that I just uh, yes, I suppose it's okay. You can hear me. Uh, so <clears throat> I just go to my two walls, <clears throat> concrete walls. So uh, <clears throat> and. Uh, uh, Everyone works hard to uh, keep uh, our citizens safe, alive at least. And as I said, uh, Russians just uh, don't allow to create green corridor for those who want to leave uh, the warrior um, place, warrior space, when where the, the fighting uh, is is happening. And it's it is just. Uh, it's just um, has nothing to do with humanity and uh, um, <clears throat> sorry and um, I don't know you know I, I believe that um, that everything will be much more easier if if Russians just remember that they are humans as well and um, I believe, I, I, I want to believe that some of them who are uh, running uh, this war campaign, I mean, some of them who are just heading uh, uh, had, had, uh, planes on there, just, just, I don't know, just get some enlightenment just why i'm doing this why i'm doing this why for what what's the, what's the, what's the preferences of it what's the bonuses of it why why do i need it because we understand why putin needed it there are, there are a lot of um, <clears throat> theory about a psychopath about uh, megalomania about the whole history of um, russian empire uh, since um, Tsar and so and so on. So they are just changing uh, one uh, uh, master to another master. Uh, but ordinary people, why? Why? It's not their war. It's not because, and you know this um, huge uh, shock when we speak in Ukraine. We speak different languages. We speak Ukrainian. We speak Russians. Uh, Russian a lot actually, and it's okay. There is nothing. There is, there, it, it's not a problem. We speak other languages. Uh, some mi minority in Ukraine have all rights to speak their languages uh, in their life. They, there are no uh, restrictions. But, and we cannot imagine that people who speak the same languages as we do, just came to our land, our our country, and. Um, <clears throat> You know, we uh, probably probably you saw the video. If not, I will send it to 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 to, to Richard, I suppose, and probably he will share it with with the community. Uh, when um, guys, Russian guys, uh, on tanks, uh, stand uh, on a, some squares, and our people, Ukrainians, with bare hands, uh, 
but crowd, but um, uh, creating a crowd, they approach him and said, "Go away, just go away." And he is standing with um, an arm with um, a weapon, and they are not our people. Ukrainians are not afraid because we are right. And you know, Russian guys turn turn away. They 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 uh, turn and go it's not unfortunately it's not it's not um it doesn't happen that um that frequently uh, as, it, as it should be because i think that this war um could be stopped if if you know you know i i i got this uh, metaphor in my head right now you know like when uh, people are just like like zombie apocalypses and they they are just um they are just connected to um uh, i don't know uh, some uh, mastermind and for some moment they just cut out cut off all of this and they just have this enlightenment again why why i'm doing this why i have to stop and we ask him just to turn away go home and you know um so there are a lot of videos uh when guys called their moms it's i i told about it um i said about it uh, at our previous meeting and if we're talking about how to spread these videos through Russian-speaking community in Russia, of course, and abroad to show them what is going on. And they don't believe us. They don't believe you. They don't believe our media, your media, I mean, European European media, um, USA media, and, and so on. They believe only themselves quite a bit. And that's why we have to convince them uh, to, to, to stop it. Uh, and um, if you're talking about uh, technology, um, if we have, if thank God we have it, because the main firm area of uh, of of the fight is on the internet, is on it's it's cyber, it's all about cyberspace. And our guys and guys, uh, international guys from IT community, they do probably the same uh, important work as our forces do. And um, it couldn't be uh, effective, efficient, uh, and make some some, some difference uh, without this combination. Um, another another threat that I want to um, uh, I, um, I want to emphasize some threat we have on in on Ukraine. It's it's not only agriculture country. We are also industrial country. We have a lot of uh, p- um, plants and um, uh, electrical uh, stations and autumn. Uh, I, <laughs> I forgot uh, what's in English. Sorry. Uh, so um, we have a station like Chernobyl, um, not only Chernobyl. Okay, exists uh, in in Ukraine, and if Russians um, take over and get this station, it will be done without any nuclear uh, button. You know, it's it it will be enough to to make a damage for the whole Europe and and so on, and. Um, <clears throat> I saw I saw expert uh, um, editorial I, a couple of hours ago about what's in the Putin's head. It, does he keep still rational or not? And this is the most uh, most important question because if we are talking about logic, rationality, um, we are winning. Yeah. Ukraine and the whole world, we are doing our best and we um, are successful in it. But if it's about logic, if it's about some 
some uh, measuring of outcomes uh, and, and, and so on. But if Putin thinks irrational, uh, have irrational uh, state of mind, and I, I suppose he he has. Um, <laughs> what he will can do, uh, it, it 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 doesn't depend on uh, the real situation. It doesn't depend on this losses that Russia already has because more than 5,000 Russian soldiers are dead already. It's the, that guys that I mentioned in our previous meeting, uh, these young guys, just these boys, they don't understand why they are in Ukraine. And um, this number will increase for sure because they are, they don't stop. Yesterday they hit our, in Kiev, it was... Um, in I suppose four kilometers from me, from my 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 uh, my place, they hit uh, our TV. Um... <laughs> Again, uh, my memory just uh, betrayed me. <clears throat> anyway, they they hit infrastructure. Uh, um... They hit infrastructure uh, object, but uh, five people's uh, five five people's were are dead, and they are they are creating a humanitarian catastrophe in every uh, city and every town they they approach, and people are living without electricity, water, food, uh, and uh, without connection to 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 others. Of course, their main uh, aim is Kiev, and they want to take over it. And I hope <laughs> it's just my my comforting uh, imagination. I'm I hope they don't want to have just bricks and concretes instead of Kiev, just real Kiev with houses and streets and so on. Uh, because it's um, it's symbolic. Kiev is a mother of uh, Ru- Russia, Russian. T- I I I forgot how it how does it sound in English. Uh, there is an um, uh, expression about that uh, every um, Slavic this Slavic um, nations like uh, Ukrainians, uh, Belarusian, uh, Bel- Bel- Belarus people, and Russians, everything was um, everything started from Kiev, and it's, it's symbolic this uh, place. And I hope it will stop them from from uh, just uh, destroy everything. But um, this possibility is is. Um, it's real because we didn't expect they will they would kill civilians we didn't expect they just uh, hitting uh, hitting kindergartens schools universities and 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 so on so i <laughs> everything everything is possible but i'll i'll try to i try to keep to be optimistic and I, um, without this optimism, we we cannot win actually. And I actually I I'm uh, listening to our army guys. They uh, they are you know as I said on our, as our previous meeting that we all have a very cool uh, sense of humor, and when we are fighting, it increases. We have a lot of uh, funny. Um, video mm-hmm. clips about um, uh, about what is going on with music uh, and with some um, poems and 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 so on, and each time it's it's it it makes us laugh or at least smile in this situation. And um, our guys from the from the army just uh, try to uh, calm uh, calm us to comfort us uh, and say. They around, actually. They say, "Don't be afraid, uh, don't be devastated. Uh, just uh, keep yourself alive." So, 
I, I, I really believe that it will uh, be stopped soon. But on the other hand, I, a couple of hours ago, I went to a shop, uh, to a market um, again and, and, and brought to my place another bag with food and another uh, stuff for, for, for some, I don't know, some, some, some life not animal life in my flat i didn't want to to lose uh you know hu- human appearance <laughs> and um <clears throat> and i'm afraid of my dog because uh he's he's not he has special requirement with food and i don't want to um, have this lack of of his his special special food but um <laughs> i i thought i talked told to myself that okay i have uh everything for my dog for only one month so please war stop uh, till then because (laughs) i i don't know what i will do uh, after that and i hope actually it will it will stop every next hour but uh, of course it's um, just a dream and i'm uh, i we have to be uh, optimistic but uh, behave like realist uh, realist people uh, thank you for this uh, you know i'm waiting for the opportunity to talk to you it has it's it feels like some mm, something that i can um some something predictable you know something that is is exist uh, no matter what you are uh, gathering uh, three times a week uh, at at three in Ukrainian time uh, PM, and it's it's a huge thing that have have something that is predictable. And thank you very much. I think I want to thank you, Alliance of Democracies, for uh, the support. I never, I, I, um, I'm just happy that I uh, decided uh, on uh, December last year to to. To take part in uh, this fellowship, and I and I was chosen, and it was just um, very good luck. And I understand that now I, it's it means it means more than just fellowship. And thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, Tamara. Take first of all good care of yourself, as you also said with the plain analogy about. First, you put the mask on the children, uh, on yourself and then the children. I mean, in that sense, of course, uh, uh, it's really important that you uh, uh, take good care of, uh, of yourself. Uh, I think you said so many things that made all of us reflect uh, your, your continued optimism. Uh, it's really important. You mentioned, of course, also that this is not necessarily all Russians. This is very much Putin's war. I mean, there are Russian moms that get their young soldiers back home uh, dead uh, now, and we hope that will make an impact. I just saw as some other small encouraging news that um, uh, Novaya Gazeta with uh, Muratov, the also Nobel Prize winner this year, is publishing now in both Russian and Ukrainian to sort of show the, the significance uh, of, of both languages and, and also has taken, which is difficult in Russia, a stance against, uh, against the war. So uh, we, of course, hope that other more Russians join him in that and convince Putin that uh, he is wrong on, uh, on all levels. Um, of course, I would also personally love to see a, a Russia uh, for Russians without Putin. But, um, uh, that is maybe at the moment a little bit more of a uh, of a dream. Um, I think uh, I I think maybe we have some of our other I saw, but he is not there. Otherwise, I was going to pass to Arthur, one of our Georgian fellows in the program as well. To uh, to uh, but um, if he's not there, I think we can bring him in also on Friday. We'll do this again uh, at two p.m. So I'm I'm very glad tomorrow that. For you, we've become a little bit of a staple, an element of stability in a very unpredictable uh, time. And uh, and I also want to remind everybody about the resources that we shared. Uh, Regina and Gio, as we mentioned in the beginning, had made these different uh, 
tech resources, both on, uh, on, on disinformation and we have, uh, we've shared them so that you can, uh, you can use them. And then we'll convene again on, um, on Friday. And, uh, and I'm just, so we, yeah, Regina, go ahead. Uh, it's, it's me, it's Tamara. I, I, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to avoid interrupting you. I, I forgot to mention one thing and it's important thing and it's for reflecting actually, because, you know, I just uh, calmed down and I, my, my, some analytical stuff uh, came to my mind and what, what I want to emphasize for, and I want to, uh, you to consider about it yes on the one hand it's not war of russian people it's war of putin but on the other hand somehow russians elected uh, choose this every time they choose uh, you know they don't uh, they are not big fan of democracy you know people even good people even those who don't want war they are um, a lot of them uh, say that we cannot believe it. It's probably it, 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 it's not possible because uh, our our Tsar said to us that we will not hit civilians and they believe it. Yes, we have some percentage of uh, of I don't know mindful people who understand what is going on what who understand what is really going on. We have some percentage of uh, uh, soldiers that became understand what is going on. Uh, soldiers and their moms and their wives and children. But we have a huge, uh, a huge percent, huge more than fifty uh, percent of people who just accept it. They say, "Okay, he's right," because. Uh, you know this narrative from Putin that everyone, every, every, his empire, Russia, is under threat of other world. Everyone wants to to damage them or to make them some harm to them, and he and they believe it, and they um, do nothing about. Uh, that's why they do, do do nothing about it. You know, and it's not about uh, this. Uh, uh, time, and it's not about uh, recent uh, eight years of Ukrainian-Russia uh, wars. War. It's it started uh, from uh, I don't know from 16th century, and uh, when it will be over, and when I will have some more energy to to do something, I want the whole Europe to learn some history some history of uh, Eastern Europe, because uh, this is not the first war of Ukrainian and Russia. Every century, and a couple of times on century we have it, because Russia wants to be empire, Ukrainians don't want to be a part of this empire, and we have these fights, we have these wars. And this behavior, like kill them all, it's not uh, something uh, that has something to do with Putin. It has something to do with uh, Russian mentality, and uh, just I want to uh, to bring uh, in some example. We had in seventeenth century, we have the great leader of Ukraine, Ivan Mazepa. He ruled uh, Ukraine uh, for forty years, and it was it was just Renaissance of Ukraine. But uh, p- uh, but Petro, uh, Peter the first. Uh, he was, um, they were uh, some kinds of islands uh, because Peter I just gave uh, Ivan Mazepa some space to to, re- to build Hetmanshina, its Cossacks, um, uh, Cossack state that is the uh, root of Ukrainian, Ukrainians, um, Ukrainian state, uh, state actually. But when um, Peter I saw that um, they lose control, and uh, when uh, Ivan Mazepa, our hetman, uh, our leader, went to um, uh, to alliance in Europe to to just get our independence, they uh, called Russians, Peter the First, 
called Mazepa a traitor. And there was a battle um, near Poltava. It's a famous battle. It's Ukrainian state. It's under a threat from there right now as well. And unfortunately, Ivan Mazepa and their um, Swedes uh, alliance, Karl, if I'm not mistaken, they lose, unfortunately. Russians beat them. And our uh, hetman, our leader, Ivan Mazepa, had to run to uh, abroad. And our uh, capital of our of that state of um, uh, that time, Ukrainian state Hetmanshina, uh, was just destroyed by Russian troops. Uh, not um, ju- you know, just uh, warriors or just uh, infrastructure objects or or arm of uh, military objects. They kill killed everyone: childrens, old people, women's. And that uh, capital uh, don't exist. And they uh, destroyed, they uh, burned uh, every mention of Ivan Mazepa in our history. They burned every uh, paper. And uh, now, when it will all be over, I invited you, I invite you to come to Ukraine and visit Baturin. We will uh, recreate it recreated uh, the palaces, recreated the fort- fortress. And uh, it's, this is just one example. This is the mentality, this is the approach. And why Russians every time, every time elect something like that? It's not just, it's, it, it, it's, it's um, um, we can't uh, call it elections because it's not. It's just a Tsar who came and ruled. And they just say to him, okay, you are good. And this is the question to Russians. This is the question to democracy. Why they can't, uh, can't be democratic. And if we are talking about the difference between Russians and Ukrainians, it's not about language. Because as I mentioned before, we speak Russian as well. Much better than other, uh, some of Russians, really, because we, our culture is developing, de- developed. The main difference is that we are, uh, it's not my idea, it's not my words. I'm, I'm quoted Yaroslav Hritsak. It's our famous historical. He's very, I, I recommend to read his um, books on Ukrainian history and the history of region. So he said uh, to me, I spoke to him because I, I, I just discussed with him what can I do to spread the concept. And I want to, the whole European people, the whole American people to understand the concept. Ukrainians is a nation of uh, free citizens, like every European people. But but Russians is a nation of... um, Let me uh, find the translation. I just have this word because I don't know I didn't know the um, specific translation and <sighs> one one second one second sorry I have to I have to to say it yeah so Ukrainians is a nation of free citizens and Russians is a nation of subject just subjects they want to be told what to do they has in mass. Of course, I have relatives, really close relatives in Russia. Actually, my grandma, who fortunately died last year about uh, with uh, because of COVID. Why I'm saying fortunately because he will not. Uh, I, I don't know how we will manage all, all the situation now. She was Russian, and uh, but uh, you know, all my relatives just don't speak to me now. They don't uh, approach me and ask, how are you? Are you alive? This is my relatives. And this is about Russian people. They are, um, they are subjects, unfortunately. And this is, the, um, this is a task for democracy all over the world. How to, how to convince them to choose democracy? How to, how to relearn them? And this is the uh, biggest hope that they will wake up.
that they will just wake up and say, probably we should try something European, something when we want to be free citizens, not subjects. And now, if every soldier in Ukraine just imagine that he is a free citizen and just quit, quit, just uh, open the so-called door of the tank and just quit, probably it will be the first uh, act of free citizenship. So I invite you to be curious, not now when every um, people in the world are under the threat of, of the world war, uh, curious, be curious about Ukraine. I, uh, I, I beg you to keep um, this curiosity, this um, feel of connection to Ukraine, because we represent the the very uh, the civiliza civilizational point. We have to convince every person in the world to choose to be free citizens free citizens not a subject so uh, I hope we will hear each other on Friday and our news from Ukraine will be more um, more optimistic than now thank you thank you a lot Tamara uh, that's definitely something you ended with that we agree with a lot here in the Alliance of Democracy Foundation that liberty is for all uh, including for for Russians. Uh, I'm just seeing now here on Twitter, Navalny a couple of hours uh, ago tweeted out that we, Russia, want to be a nation of peace. So definitely there are other voices than, than Putin's uh, in Russia. Uh, unfortunately, he's, of course, the one that decides still everything. Um, and we definitely want to visit all the historical sites uh, together with you in Ukraine. Um, and at uh, at some point, uh, maybe on a little hopeful notice from the Nordics, where I'm based, that like we also share a very joint history. Denmark and Norway were a joint monarchy for six hundred years. We have a joint history with Sweden as well, uh, but we have not been at war with each other for a very very long time. And you can be both happy to have a shared history where you where you both share languages like Ukrainian and Russians that are very similar, the same we do with the Swedes and the Norwegians, and, uh, and still be happy about the, the others live in, in freedom and sovereignty uh, within their own borders. So uh, that's, of course, where we uh, would hope that there would be a Russia um, at some point, probably after Putin, that uh, we'd, we'd understand that as well and just uh, see the joint history as a as a benefit and not something where you have to subjugate uh, other people. But again, we've been extremely, I think all of us participating, I could see a, a lot coming in here towards the end as well. And I actually uh, also see, uh, so I wanted to make a shout out to Nino, one of our Georgian uh, fellows here from uh, from this year. Glad to see uh, your icon uh, here in the conversation as well. Uh, so again, we do these voices from Ukraine with our democracy and tech fellows uh, from Ukraine, but also um, elsewhere in in the region and from Georgia and uh, and, and and Moldova um, as well. And we will do the next one here on uh, on on Friday. Uh, and and again, we both have this as a listening space uh, where we can we cannot unfortunately stop Putin's bomb, but we can, can show empathy, uh, solidarity and, and speak to each other and give unfiltered information. And we can share since our backbone is a tech and democracy program ideas how to make uh, tech solutions also here during the war. And we we shared some of you uh, with that by, by Regina and Regina and by, by Gio that have, have worked on that. So do check that out. And uh, all my thoughts uh, are with you, Tamara, Regina, Yevin, who I think has, has, has dropped out, and, and our two other U Ukrainian fellows who couldn't uh, join us today. We'll talk to you again on, on Friday, and uh, I uh, wish uh, all of you the best. And we, of course, all hope that uh, Putin will reverse his calculus and the economic uh, sanctions iron curtain that Europe has put down over him will have an effect that ordinary Russians will see this is the wrong the wrong way to go and, and stop the war. Um, 
and uh, until Friday, I uh, will uh, will think of all of you. And thanks a lot for joining us. I'm sorry, I'm very short. Uh, uh, have a very short ask. The first uh, separates our news, but the second, our legal tech volunteer. Uh, community create the guides for Ukrainians who cross the board. And if you have uh, relevant verified information about how your governments help Ukrainians, about centers which you create, also uh, legal rules which uh, are uh, for Ukrainians now was lowered, and also uh, any information about how Ukrainians can get food or uh, houses for this horrible time, please uh, contact me because uh, we have a lot of work. Um, but unfortunately, our team's member is also uh, hiring the uh, hiring now because some of uh, their cities are bombed. Uh, so please, if you have any uh, idea how to check and if you have verified information about how you, your governments help Ukrainians who cross the board, please contact me. Thank you. Thank you, Regina. We definitely will. We can share with you for, for Denmark uh, about this. Thanks for that. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, thank you.